Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you for another opportunity to be with you. We thank you for our health, for our strength. We thank you for your word. And you pour out your revelation through that word. You give us an understanding. And you pour your wisdom into us, Lord. That wisdom that gives dominion over our circumstances around us and over all the power of the enemy. You have made your authority available to us as well through the victory that you won on the cross for us, Jesus. And you reveal to us through your word how to use that victory to overcome any kind of limitation. And you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts, Lord. Every time we connect with you, every time we are with you and in your presence. And that same peace and joy, we want to share this morning with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been raised on this group, with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap as well, Lord. We also share it with all those that are Christians and have not yet personally known you. And all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. And we pray that their hearts be quickened, Father, that their eyes be opened to see the truth. And that their steps be turned towards that truth, that truth set them free. So as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name. The name of the one who is the maker of all and is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. The one who is the lifter and the preserver of men. The God of Jacob. Who is the God of encounters. And makes himself known to us. Every time we are willing to cut everything else from our surroundings out away, get into our closet and focus on you. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who gave of his life and of his blood, that we might have redemption. He is the God of our salvation, the author and finisher of our faith and our destiny, the Prince of Peace, the Door, the King of Kings, the one who is our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. The word himself who is our wisdom. The Lord who heals. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of light and life. The spirit of truth. The spirit of victory. The one who powers our ministry. The same spirit that powered Jesus' ministry. He now gives life to our mortal body. He has made his tabernacle in our body. God dwelling within us. Emmanuel in the true sense. And it is he who reveals to us the word. So that when that word and God's spirit are in us. The presence of Emmanuel is complete. And with that understanding. With God with us. Who can stand against us? And when we speak your truth Lord. 
Your truth is your law. It must be enforced. It cannot fail. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, with the gift of your spirit, with the gift of prayer to legally authorize you to take over our circumstances. Circumstances where we do not have power over. Where we are marginalized by the wickedness of the enemy or the limitations of our knowledge. We thank you that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers, with family, with friends. Resources that help us rise above when we are below. Resources that demonstrate your love for us that is unconditional. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of life. That you have blessed us with everything that we need. So that when you are a shepherd, we shall lack nothing. And as we pray this morning, the cover and seal, the cover and seal every word that we speak in our prayer, the precious blood of Jesus. And I cover everyone that is part of this prayer meeting as well. And as part of this praying family by the same precious blood of Jesus. And we speak the words heralding the power in our word. From your word, Lord, in Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. Which says that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it. Without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish. So that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. And I speak this on behalf of every single one of us that make this prayer this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible encourages us to tithe. We see right from Abraham to Jacob to Moses. And Malachi 3 verse 10 is the only place in the Bible where God says, test me in this. And see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven. So God considers it important. Now why tithe? Does he really need the 10% of your money, your time, your assets? Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, that is everything that is in and on the earth. The world and those who dwell in it. So in total, everything connected with the earth belongs to him. So we can't really give him something which is not already his. Then why does he want us to tithe? Why that 10% of what we have earned or gained? It is his training school for us on the management of his fullness, his resources. Yes, God is training you in management of his resources. It is 
not so much the content of your giving it's not what you give rather the very act of giving and the attitude that backs it that's where his training comes in so what is he really training us in then he's training us to be good managers of his resources not wasters remember he made man steward of all creation on earth and he expects good stewardship Genesis 2 verse 15 says man was put in the garden of eden to work it and to take care of it so let's see what management skills he is teaching us here and here i am inspired by a very powerful teaching from dr miles munro god bless his soul he is no longer with us this day but his teaching still continues to inspire and educate a whole lot of christians in how to better understand what the word of god really has in store for us the gems that are hidden in there and this is one of those where he suggested it is god's management school so the first one there is accountability being accountable for what is given to you and not taking things for granted that includes your money that includes your income from jobs that includes your time it is just being responsible being accountable number 2 is discipline tithing takes discipline and consistency and that's not just with tithing that god wants us to to uh, demonstrate that discipline but with everything else and we might look at our own lives sometime and see how we have wastefully spent our money sometimes without putting something aside in savings and without factoring other areas not only of our lives but those connected with us and god says i would like you to have discipline there number 3 honesty when you are a steward or a manager you must be honest especially when no one is looking god expects that honesty in your handling of his resources most of the time all that we are focusing on is ourselves diligence is number 4 he expects you to be diligent in all that you are doing so that you then stay honest so they are both connected number 5 is again connected with these which says faithfulness it takes faithfulness to tithe we don't start to say it's mine or i own it but we stay faithful to the owner of it all the one to whom the fullness of the earth belongs and jesus did say as well he that is faithful in little things will be faithful in much number 6 trustworthiness can he trust you to be faithful and honest with your tithe these are the characteristics of a good manager and he is always looking for a good manager we see that in the parable of the bags or the talents of gold as well 
referenced in Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. We also see him talk about the vineyard tenants, where the vineyard was rented out. In Matthew 21, verse 33 to 46, and then they thought they owned it. The gist of these comes down to good management. So when we recognize that he owns it all, and we are only temporary here, we need to start thanking God for letting us use his resources for our benefit, because all of it belongs to him. And what you really need is, is not a big wallet. You need a big mind and the right attitude. He said, I came that you might have abundance. He does not want us to live in poverty, but he wants us to be responsible with everything that he would give you. Why do you expect God to drop a huge amount of money or resources into your lap if you are not going to manage it well? <clears throat> if you are only going to spend it on enjoyment. His primary purpose is his kingdom, the saving of souls. When you are faithful over another man's property, God will give you your own. But when you are not, then God says, you need to wait and learn. This is what we have really learned from the parable of the talents as well. Colossians 3 verse 23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. In Ephesians 6 verse 7, it says the same thing. Why would God give you more if you do not respect and take good care of the little that he has already given you? That is a question we each need to ask ourselves. Have I really been responsible with whatever God has given me, whatever the little that I might have? And this is the main reason why many people are praying to God to give them an increase and nothing is happening for them. The question to ask there is, have I been a good manager of what I already have been given? Have I used it wisely for the growth of the kingdom and to bless others as well? And so do the work of God. Or have I just focused on amassing blessings for myself? Even with the very little, have I been selfish? While ignoring others. Note that he is using tithing here to build character and to build a value system within us. We need to approach it from that mindset. What is God trying to teach me through this today? And when we reflect on how we have gone about our handlings of whatever he has given us. Would we consider ourselves as good students in that school of God's management? So when he says tithe, it is 10%, not only of your money or earnings, but of everything. Your time as well. Everything that we have gained, 10% of it belongs to him. 
and i remind you again it is not the content of that 10 percent there but it is the nature of being able to give back and to pay forward at this time we must remember the difference between ownership and stewardship. Although the worldly system says we own things, in God's system, we are only stewards. So when we bear that in mind and we operate accordingly, we school ourselves in according to what his system and his word suggests. Then we reach a stage where he can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Now enter into my rest. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we receive that understanding today of what you are really trying to teach us through your systems, through your principles. And tithing is only one of them. You are trying to build in us that character, that image, that likeness of who you are and the way you are. So that when we are restored to that glory in which you created us, in your image and likeness, when that realm of Galatians 2.20 is fulfilled, then in every aspect, we take on your nature. And that is what you want from us to be like you and to have that close relationship with you. We rise above in abundance and in dominion when we fully understand and exercise the principles that you teach us through your word. We ask for that understanding, Lord, this day. For you said, let him who lacks ask and you shall give the full measure. Not judging us for what we are, but you shall give the full measure. We ask for that understanding. We ask for that discernment. We ask for that knowledge. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease this day. Those that are hospitalized this day and will undergo any kind of procedures. And we pray for one of the, the sons of one of our prayer group, our prayer family member, who will undergo a surgical procedure this day. We raise him up in prayer, Lord. And we thank you for a successful procedure that he is completely healed and he is restored to good health. We ask for your mercy over his life, Father, and we ask for your grace to cover him, your anointing to cover every doctor that will operate upon him this day. That that surgery is scripted, written successfully by your hand, Lord. We thank you, Father, for this healing. We pray also for all families that are embattled, that are undergoing any kind of division and separation. 
For your word says what God has joined together, let no man separate. So that is not your will. We ask for your will to be done in their lives this day. Let your kingdom come, Father. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially prayerlessness, ignorance, busyness and poverty. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families, especially those in our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet given their lives to Christ. Quicken them, O Father, that they might call on the name of Jesus and be delivered. For unless you quicken them, they cannot come to you. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we release our prayer and our faith, then that prayer made under an open heaven in agreement with each other is an answered prayer. And we put on our angels this day, Lord, and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we make our prayer, Lord, this day, we cover every single one that we have raised up in prayer this morning with your precious blood, Lord. We draw the line the bloodline around them as a line of protection, the hedge of defense by that precious blood. In the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues as we now pray in the spirit, all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in, those that are praying for the gift to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarum Papa Yasan <laughs> 
Ya 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture being given today is from Psalms 85, 11 to 13. Faithfulness will spring up from the ground and righteousness will look down from heaven. Yes, the Lord will give what is good and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before them and make their footsteps away. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Luke 6, verse 38, quoted from the NIV. That says, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. We also have another scripture shared, again quoted from the NIV. This is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6, which says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are benefiting from these morning reflections and the ones that Brother Savio posts on the Telegram group and our Facebook page, please share those with your family and friends, especially the one that you know needs to hear that message today. Give it as a gift. Also, a heads up about our Bible study topic for this Friday. The topic is praying in the Holy Spirit. We will learn in depth what it means to pray in the Spirit. And we will learn that the Holy Spirit is our prayer partner and intercessor. And He knows exactly what we need. Shall share this topic along with links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube later this morning 
on our telegram group please share those with others and invite as many as we can to come and partake of god's presence and receive of what he is giving us as a gift there through that revelation through that teaching and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank, thank you, you. so god, god bless, bless you. everyone thank you bye